Thanks for joining us today here on the Tripod Mom podcast. We're going to be interviewing a new mom today as part of our new series called Birth Stories. Listen in. We hope you'll enjoy it. Hey everyone, I want to thank you for joining us today on the Tripod Mom podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe on whatever platform you like to listen to your favorite podcast. We're probably on about seven or eight of them at this point, some popular ones. So go ahead and hit the subscribe button so you can know when our next episodes come out. Um, One reason why I would encourage you to do that is because today's guest is going to be talking about a particular story that we are turning into a series. And so we are going to be talking about birth stories. Um, I'm really excited about those stories because having experienced three of my own births, um, I felt like my experiences were quote unquote, ideal, but talking to other mothers, the I mean, it's hit or miss. Sometimes you get a whole lot of what you didn't bargain for. And so just wanting to share some of those experiences with you all out there. And I'm excited because I think her story is something that you guys are really uh, going to enjoy. So Isabel, why don't you say hi to everybody and let's get right in. Before I start, I just want to encourage everybody to know that uh, everybody's birth story is different. Um, And also that uh, even if, you know, like not everybody has the same, you know, situation, but this is just my story and, you know, just to encourage whoever needs the encouragement. But yeah, um, so my baby was born on March 4, 2020 of this year. And she was born right like maybe like uh, 10 days before the whole like quarantine and the, you know, like staying at home, um, which was, it's a blessing that she was born before all of that. Um, but I went uh, to the hospital like, uh, so she was born on the fourth and I went into the hospital on the third. And I went into the hospital because it was already my appointment to be seen. It was my 40 week checkup and everything. And so just like a little background information, um, I had digestional diabetes. So because I had digestional diabetes, I was considered like high risk. And they wanted me to make an appointment to uh, have the baby soon. Um, if the baby wasn't here by 40 weeks. And so, but that day uh, in the morning, like probably like four in the morning, around that time is when I started to have like, uh, I started to bleed, but there was like really no pain or anything like that. And I didn't feel any discomfort. And then, uh, so I went into my appointment, they checked me and then they told me, hey, why don't we just send you to, get checked to the hospital, so just to be safe. And so, you know, I was already dilating like four centimeters. And so they're like, just go over there. So when I was over there waiting and everything, I started to feel already the contractions. And I was like, oh, wow, like, okay. 
So they're like, hey, like, because you're high risk, we're just going to keep you and we're just going to, uh, you know, be observing what's going on with the contractions. So they were going pretty fast. And I was like, oh, wow, like, this is going pretty fast. Probably the baby's going to be born anytime soon, you know? Um, but then things started to get, like, slower, like, as, the, as I was dilating. And so it was like... I was like, not going to get the epidural. And I was like, yes, I can do this, I can do this. But then as I was getting like further and further, I was not able to like withstand the pain. And I was like, almost gonna faint of the pain. And I was just like, no, 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 I don't know if I am able to do it. Maybe by the time I'm actually having the baby, oh man, what is it gonna be like? So I ended up getting it. And so, I mean, I don't regret it, but by the time um, I was getting closer to actually like starting to push, um, I got an infection that I didn't know that I had. And the reason that I knew that there was something wrong is because I was uh, shaking and I was really cold and really thirsty. And I asked the nurse, is this normal? Like you're supposed to feel this way? And she told me it was totally normal. And I was like, okay. And my husband was like, okay. Like, you know, everything is okay. And I just kept shaking. And then my husband's like, what's wrong? Like, are you doing that on purpose? I was like, no, I'm not doing this on purpose. I'm just really cold and I can't stop shaking. And so... Uh, my actual doctor wasn't able to be there until the end. Um, but we had requested that we didn't want any men in the room. But there were men there. There were like students. So we're like, by that time, I was like, I don't even care. I'm like in a whole different like space at this moment. That I just want like, you know, I just want to give, you know, delivery to this baby because I'm not feeling well. This is, you know, feeling very uncomfortable now. And so um, finally I started, you know, last to the last two pushes, my, um, my doctor comes in and then she like, I noticed that she's like observing and she's like, there's something wrong, something that's not right. And so they're like, okay, this baby needs to come out like now. And so, I finally end up, you know, finally pushing and the baby comes and they give the baby to me. And, you know, it was like this beautiful moment, but I didn't get to enjoy it that much because uh, they're like, hey, like she has an infection. She has a really high fever. You have a really high fever. And then I just see like all these NICU nurses coming in and just like the room is just filled with so many people. I don't even know who is who at that moment and I don't even know what's going on. So at that moment, they don't give us an explanation. It just makes me feel very scared. <laughs> and I'm just like really like confused and I'm as well confused, but scared like what's going on? Like, I don't know what's going on. And then finally they uh, put an IV on the baby and I don't know until what, how long that took. Cause like in that moment, you're just like, I'm tired. <laughs> I've been, you know, I've been here for a long time. I haven't had any food. 
So you just feel very like out of it. And so finally I get to hold my baby for a while. And then I see my doctor that took care of me through the whole pregnancy. And I've never seen this, but I saw that she yelled at the nurse that actually uh, was taking care of me at the end because she didn't like, she didn't do, she could have done a little bit more, I guess, but they didn't explain that. I just know that I see her yelling at her and being upset at her. And I'm just like, what's going on? I was like, I don't know. And my husband's like, I don't know either. But then afterwards, like, you know, like everybody leaves and you're just there with a nurse taking care of you, like cleaning you, the rest of the stuff. I just noticed like she becomes very uh, passive aggressive. And I ask her questions like, hey, like I really need to use the restroom, but I'm not able to use the restroom. And somehow she yells at me. <laughs> I was like, what? And I'm just like, I'm, I'm sorry, what? Like she tells me, well, I already took your catheter, uh, the thing that they put inside of you. I already took it out. Why didn't you say something before? And I'm just like, I'm sorry that I didn't say something before. I was, I just had a baby right now and I'm not like really quite there. So I'm sorry. But my husband is also like over here with the baby because he's like in of the baby and okay <laughs> there's like so much going on that you're just like what is going on so we end up moving to the postpartum area and that's when the nurses like they'd speak to us and they're like so just so you know the baby has an infection and we're treating her with an antibiotic that's gonna you know, we're trying to see, you know, if it will kill the infection, but uh, the infection was caused because when um, the sciatic broke, she pooped and she didn't have any protection inside. So you got an infection, so she got the infection. So far they're telling us everything's gonna be okay. And the baby was able to stay with me in the room but by the second day when it was gonna be the time for me to be discharged, and we're like thinking we're gonna take that baby home, um, they told us that uh, she wasn't getting any better, that the antibiotic wasn't working on her. It worked on me, but not on her. So um, they're like, we're gonna use a different one that kills everything in hopes that everything's going to be fine. It's going to be a seven to few more days of treatment and just observation. And we're thinking like, wow, like that's a long time. Like what's going to happen? And they tell us that they're going to admit her to the NICU. She's going to stay in the NICU. And by that time I already discharged. And, uh, you know, we are very thankful and blessed that we were able to be, both of us were able to go and be there with her. And, you know, just like be there and not lose any time. And it was just hard for us because being first time parents, we are unaware of a lot of things, especially when it comes to medical things. 
<clears throat> and we're just scared and we're just like feeling like things are not getting better because of how they're speaking to us. And it was just hard in the NICU. And I'm very grateful that all of the nurses were able to take care of Philomena. But there was also like some things that <laughs> some nurses will tell us. And I'm just like, I don't, I can't hear this because I'm already this like mother that's scared. For example, one of the nurses that was uh, taking care of Philomena, uh, <clears throat> she will always be telling us like, well, she spits up a lot, so she must have like a reflex. And that's not good because if it goes to her lungs, that can kill her. And stuff like that will scare me. Like I will be so scared. But then I'm so thankful to God because he put people in our lives at the moment that are, you know, that were there for us, like community, especially like you guys. And then so many people that also have that um, <clears throat> experience and being able to be in the NICU, that they had their babies in the NICU, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, and then people that are also in the medical field where they're like, hey, the nurses don't have the right to tell you to uh, to tell you whether your baby is going to be better or not. They're there to take care of your baby and do the best they can to take care of your baby. The person that you need to be listening to is the nurse practitioners or the doctor. That's the only people that you need to be listening to. Nah. And if somebody else is saying uh, opposite from what you heard from these people that are supposed to be listening to, you need to tell them. You need to speak up and you need to tell them, hey, like right now, those things are not helping me. So I need you to please not speak to me about that. I just know that my experience with few of the nurses at the NICU were not the greatest, um, but there were a lot of great nurses that we are very thankful to, and they were very encouraging and uplifting. I'm very thankful for them. And I'm also thankful for the people that, you know, gave us the wrong information or they gave us their input that we didn't really need. I'm also grateful because they took care of Philomena very well. Um, but I guess like if I was in that place again, I would be more um, more aware of who to listen to. And I will also be more direct. And I know that um, some of those nurses were trying to help, but it didn't really help. So like, I guess my, uh, my advice or just like my you know opinion to other nurses that are listening like the to be more aware and sensitive to new parents because you don't know what they're going through or what they're struggling <clears throat> and because they're new parents and I know that just because they're new parents that doesn't mean that they don't know and that they're not good they're not going to be good parents and they're not going to take care of their child because it's not their fault that their baby is in the NICU because it's almost like they make you feel like that sometimes. There was like things like I didn't know about nursing, especially about breastfeeding. I struggled with it a lot at the beginning, <clears throat> but I didn't know certain things about breastfeeding and a particular nurse 
actually made me feel ashamed of that. And it was very difficult because his exact words were, why aren't you producing enough? It's like, what? <laughs> or why aren't you pumping already? You're supposed to be doing that. And it's like, that's what I'm doing. Um, I understand that, you know, nurses and doctors need to do their job and they know what they're doing. And it's good. I want the doctor and the nurse to know what they're doing. But I also understand that sometimes they need to like be aware that there is no parents that don't know, you know? And just like, and the way they speak to them and the way they be more sensitive to that. I do see that now from this experience that definitely you do have to speak up you do need to um, say something, uh, even if, I think, even if you think that you're wrong, like, just say it, like, if you don't want something, I know that um, Mina wanting a man in the room just went out the window, but I really did mean it, because, first of all, you're very vulnerable, and you're just, like, exposed. So I might never see that person again, but still, like, I didn't feel comfortable. I think that even through everything that I went through, I just felt like God being there for me and just, like, showing me, like, where he was through everything, especially, like, showing me through my husband and through my community that he was there for me and supporting and just like how he's so into everything and he cares and just felt like I just drew closer to my husband in that time because it was just a beautiful experience. It was a hard experience, but beautiful. And I just want to give a shout out to my husband because he, he was just amazing <laughs> and he was there and he supported me and he's an amazing father to our baby girl. And I just wanted to add, like, when you are giving birth, like, you're not thinking of anything else, but, like, if you're feeling stressed when you're giving birth, like, there is already so much going on in your body, and there's, like, and then, then on top of some of the things that you feel, like, weren't honor, it almost feels like you're stressed giving birth, like, no, like, it's supposed to be, like, I know there's already like, you know, a lot in your body, like pain and, you know, worn out and tired. And, but to add one more thing, it's just like, ugh, you know, too much. And, and that's the thing. Sometimes you go through these bumps in the road and you, like you said, you don't know what to expect, but there is a light at the end of the tunnel at least with this story, we know that not everybody's story is the same, like you said. And so we're just glad that Philomena is okay. And so is mommy. And now she's okay. And, and everything's perfect. Praise the Lord. Thank you for listening in today. I hope that you enjoyed the episode with Isabel Reyes going over her unique birth story. And before we let you go, we want to lift up new moms, mothers who may be expecting, and everybody in between. 
So Isabel, why don't you take it away and pray? Papa God, um, we want to thank you for life. We want to thank you for the ability to just have a beautiful child inside of our wombs. Thank you for that beautiful gift, God. Whether um, sometimes it's difficult or sometimes it's just easy, God. We just want to thank you for that, God. And I just want to pray for new moms, new parents, God. I just pray that... Um, through their birth story, God, that you would just show yourself even more and even deeper. And I pray that you just bring them closer to each other, God, as a family, as a unity, God, and that their birth stories won't always be remembered as something beautiful, God, as something lovely, God, as something that you have created to be beautiful, Lord, even however it looks like, God. And I just pray for new moms, God, that if they're feeling scared, they're feeling uh, doubt, God, that you just bring them comfort, God, that you just bring them relief, God, and that it's okay to be scared, that uh, fears um, are there, God, but you are even stronger and you are even bigger than a fear, God. I just pray that your love would just lavish them, God, I just pray for new parents, God, that they just be filled with so much joy, God, that they would just be filled with so much expectancy, God, of this new arrival, of this beautiful, beautiful blessing, Lord, that comes into their lives, Lord. And I just lift them up to you, God, in your name. Amen. Thanks for listening today on The Tripod Mom. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a review. That way we can reach more listeners with stories just like these. Thanks again.